You know, we had Jim Tressel on last week, and let's talk to one of his players, Dustin Fox from 92-3 up in Cleveland. Oh, boy, what a rough one. Hi, Dustin. What's up, man? Dorgy, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good. How's good. everybody uh, feeling up in Cleveland this morning? Uh, probably pretty terrible. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, you know, nobody wants to hear about moral victories when you're a, a fan, but given that upset and how satisfying that victory was in Pittsburgh, right, then to go on the road, reigning Super Bowl champs, take it to the final minutes, there's no reason to be hanging your head this morning. Yeah, but there, there was just so many opportunities, I, th- I thought, in the game where the Browns, certainly in the second half, could have taken advantage of, yeah. uh, of the game. And when, like when Mahomes goes out, I mean, that, that, was, that opened the door. Um, I, I, to me, the biggest mistake, I, I don't know why the Browns decided to punt the football back to the Kansas City Chiefs with about five minutes to go. They had one timeout left. They had just done a stupid challenge that cost them a timeout. Um, and and you're basically saying, hey, listen, Kansas City, if you get one first down, the game's over. And I, I, I thought that was a big mistake for the Browns. And, and obviously, you know, Chad Henney, Chad freaking Henney of all people, <laughs> on third and 14, runs for 13 yards. Like, that That to me is like, oh, that, that was the, the, probably the hardest part about the whole game. You know, and I was going to ask you about that with uh, with the defense. Because, you know, even though you were stopping the Chiefs to field goals, Mahomes was picking you apart on the zones. I mean, he was just, you, right. you play a zone. And then at what point, I know then when Henny came in, they started playing man-to-man. I probably would have went man-to-man against Mahomes and blitzed the crap out of him. Because I don't know if that's the right defensive philosophy to play in that first half. Look, listen, we just don't have enough guys, I don't think, in the back end. I think we've got really, you know, like one guy in Denzel Ward who can cover anybody, but there's just not – we don't have playmakers. There's not playmakers at the safety position. There's not playmakers at the linebacker position. It was just a really, really tough day um, where where I, I honestly – I felt like you, you want to blitz him? Great, blitz him. But, I mean, <laughs> who's going to cover in the back end? I mean, there, there's just not enough guys – and I, I thought, I thought, like Baker Mayfield was excellent in the game. Right. Um, there, there was one drive there, right there at the end, when they had the punt. That I just thought that, that the play calling was was a little, little kind of questionable to me. Um, you know, Nick Chubb was a little bit off. I mean, he had some drops in the game too. It wasn't a perfect game. I mean, the Browns had every opportunity to win it. I mean, the fact that you, you go on the road. You're five points away from from going to the yeah. AFC Championship game. Yeah. It, 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 there's no moral victories. And but it, uh, okay, and that fumble ahead. through the end zone. What a tough oh pill to swallow. And then to see that the helmet to helmet contact that was never called. Well, what was funny was when you watched the the, uh, the NFC game in the evening, they called that play. There was a helmet to helmet like they called. That is a call. And I and listen, college football they will re- review that. They will call that a targeting penalty and i think the nfl should look at that but i mean that was the right i mean that should have been a a helmet to helmet call that that should have been a penalty the browns should have had the football at the one yard line and and all that it is what it is but i mean goodness gracious um that 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 was that was a costly costly uh play in the game yeah i don't know if you saw my tweet but you've seen things in the nfl 
where Tom Brady, the tuck, they changed the rule. Uh, right. Aaron Rodgers gets two-hand touch on a legal play by Anthony Barr. He's hurt. They changed the rule and then screw the league up for a year. I'm telling you, if that was Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady's team that fumbles in the end zone, guess what? Next year they're changing the rule. Right. I, I just I think that, yeah. but I don't think they do anything because it's the Browns. No, nah, probably not. The one thing I will say, though, is in that situation, because there's about, what, like there was 90 seconds to go in the first half. Like, if I'm Higgins, like, just go out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> like, just go out of bounds there and, 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 like, make them take another snap, run some more clock. Because think about this. You, you, even, if, even if you score in that situation, you're still going to give the football back to Kansas City with, with a minute and a half, plenty of time for them to go down and get some points. But uh, nonetheless, it was, it was a tough loss. Um, I'm, I'm not blaming the refs. I'm not blaming anybody else. Oh, the only thing you can blame is the fact that the Browns just didn't make enough plays. I mean, they had every opportunity. The fact that you had Kansas City in third and 14 with Chad Henney quarterback yeah. and you can't get off the freaking field, like, yeah. you don't deserve to win the game. No, I'm with you. Hey, uh, Dustin Fox is with us, the uh, Buckeye 92.3 up in Cleveland. Uh, and and I'm, I'm a person, I'll tell you, like it is the first part of the season Baker didn't play great they were struggling to get wins against bad teams but then something happened and I think it might have been that Tennessee game where the light switch went on and this guy started playing good football was there something in particular that he did that turned it around because he's turned into a decent quarterback I just think that Kevin Stefanski has sort of found something with Baker whether it be the play action pass whether it be just making him more comfortable in this offense, him learning, learning the offense a little bit more, too. Um, we saw what he did with, with – uh, and, and you're, I know, Torgan, I know you're a big uh, Vikings fan, too. Um, you saw what he did with Cousins in yeah. Minnesota. Like the, it, it, Cousins was a different player with Stefanski. So there is something, some sort of little a magical elixir with Stefanski in, in quarterbacks. Like, I'm not saying Baker's this, like, Aaron Rodgers type. But for what he can do in this offense with a great running attack, sure. great offensive line, like I think the Browns will be, be really good again next year. I think they'll be good for a while. Um, I'm not saying they're going to win yeah. the Super Bowl, but my goodness. They're I mean, in the they, mix. They're in the mix. They're absolutely. in the mix. Yeah, so, the mix. so what do you do, Dust, uh, Dustin? So they probably got about $25 million to spend, and there's rumors that the cap may stay the same, so that could go up to like f- around 40 depending on what they rule. So do you go all in and try to improve that defense and sign free agents, <laughs> or do you sign Nick Chubb, maybe get Baker Mayfield done, and try to maintain some of the players you have for multiple years? Well, you, you've got options with Baker. I mean, Baker's going to have that, that, that option. They can pick that up. That's easy. Uh, Chubb, you'll probably re-sign at some point. The, the question is, what do you do with the defense? They just do not have enough playmakers. They need a thumper in the middle. They need a safety. Like, like you watch the Chiefs. Like, we need a Tyron Matthew. Yeah. You know, we, we, we need a Marshawn Lattimore. Like, mm-hmm. somebody like that in the back end that you know that's that's going to just make some plays, and and we just don't have that right now. Hey, uh, with Odell Beckham Jr., I think it's ridiculous to say they're better without him, but they definitely can. They are. Well, they can win. I'm not. He's a great player, so it's a hard, you know, a slippery slope to talk about because he's a good player. But you've won without Do you just trade the guy for a second or third round pick? I don't know what the value is for him, honestly, at this point, but, but I know this much. I mean, when Baker did not have to worry about appeasing Odell yeah. Beckham Jr. Didn't have to worry about like where he's at at all times. I, I, I just think Baker played looser. I think Baker played more comfortable. 
Um, it's happened before with young players, with, with star receivers. We've, we've seen it before with guys like T.O. And, and with Odell. I mean, like these guys, some, the quarterbacks that they, they feel like they have to have like this pressure to, to get the football to these guys. And l- listen, I mean, like Richard Higgins had a better year than Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, <laughs> Richard Higgins all of a sudden turned into like a star receiver for the Browns this season. Uh, outside that fumble yesterday, but but he was great. I mean, like him and Landry and and Hooper. Hooper makes the great catch. Yeah, on that big third down. Like they've got they've got weapons, guys. And yeah. you know, looking forward, Dustin. Uh, boy, how cool would a Tampa Bay Buffalo Super Bowl? Be? Dustin played for the Bills, <laughs> but, by the way. But I fear yeah. it's going to be a Green Bay Kansas City. But wouldn't you love to see Buffalo and Tampa Bay both sneak in? Listen, I will have my Buffalo Bills jersey on next weekend. I'll be rooting for the Bills. Um, it would be great to see that. I mean, come on. I mean, it would it would be be sweet to see Tom and and um, it, almost like an old AFC East battle. But I mean, it's, it's obviously the NFC versus the AFC. But I mean, I, I I'm just rooting for the Bills, man. That fan base. I was there for two and a half years. They they had been through so much, losing those four Super Bowls. It would be so great to see them get back and, and have an opportunity. Yeah, and Green hey, Bay looked good. Yeah, Green they Bay did. Good. Hey, they uh, did, yeah. as a Buckeye and winning a national title, how do you think Urban's going to do in Jacksonville? I think he'll do good. I mean, listen, they're going to get Trevor Lawrence. So, I mean, as long as you've got a quarterback, you got a chance. I mean, I think Urban is really, really smart. I think he put together a really good staff. I just saw this morning that he hired uh, our good buddy Anthony yeah, Schlegel yeah. as, as, as their um, – um, strength, strength and conditioning coach, which is pretty cool. But I, I think Urban's great at delegating. I think he, he's a, he's a genius when it comes to offense, and I think he'll really kind of he'll he'll put a stamp on that. I, I said this on my show, and maybe I'm crazy, but I think the, I think the Jaguars win at least nine games next season. How about that? That's, All right. that's my that's my bold prediction. That's All your right. over nice. under. All nice, right. very good. Hey, thanks for coming on, buddy. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. All right, boys. Thanks All right, a lot. Take care.